Psychic medium here today, and Erica Lane. I'm in Colorado. <laughs> um, I'm dog sitting for this is about a week. Yeah, it was about seven days, I think. So, I'm having a good time. It's raining. I'm healing. This moon has. <laughs> so the virgo new moon is what i'm talking about because we are recording this on friday um it's friday right yep uh so that's the energy that we're still in so let's talk about it what was this week what was so last week <laughs> so uh yeah i think the one thing i'll say about the virgo new moon is that it felt a lot less manifesty than other new moons. Mm. It feels more releasey than a normal new moon, you know? Um, I think it's because we are really, I mean, mutable is like at the end of the cycle, right? So we're like leaving behind a cycle, I feel. And we're, and that's the newness of it, but it's also like this big release at the same time. I'm going to something because, hang on. Christina our friend posted like I felt like it was like oh that's why hang on okay it's a little piglet thing see and it said I know it says in the mood to sweep away beliefs I've outgrown and stories that are no longer true Mm, yep and that's like it's funny it's funny that Christina posted that I know. Because when I was talking about the gene key of this new moon, it's her like life's work gene key because this oh. is when she was born. And it's all oh. about like detoxing junk DNA, which is fears that no longer serve us and physically forming into a new person that isn't just a culmination of the past, you know? Oh, that's a lot. So, you know, an- another thing too, talking about that cycle. So like, you know, it always goes cardinal fix mutable and the fixed part of it was Leo season and the mutable part into Virgo. I saw something that made me relate that back to this. So like, I think maybe it was a TikTok that you sent me um, where this lady was talking about how people just want attention. That's why they refuse to heal. Think of how Leo into Virgo that is. Like yeah. that's like getting stuck in Leo and not moving into Virgo. Yep. I don't know. I just and hermiting and not I, doing anything. Yeah. You need to hermit and go inside and do work. Yep. And this moon was. And to realize that you as a oh, new Oh, because person, Saturn and Pisces too. Oh my God. Well, and like, think of it as like you as a new person, like if you're going to transmutate this junk DNA, these fears, these past traumas, all the things, your shadows, and you become a new person you do have to also leave behind the attention that you used to get from the woundedness that you were. Cause now yeah. you're this new person that people aren't going to see as an oppressed victim anymore. They're not going to give you as much attention. So the realization that just came into my head and I'm going to, we're going to try to not go off on a million tangents, 
but it's um when i was a kid i figured out how to force people to show me love <laughs> how aries moon <laughs> i'm gonna fucking like come on love me you know like <laughs> I'm gonna make you and Taurus rising. Like I am all about like I'm gonna fucking force this. <sighs> so the big example, and I don't care, I'm just gonna talk about it because this is my life. When I went to Arizona this last year, um, I was sinus like it was the worst sinus I've ever had in my like sinus infection. I don't fucking know. It was terrible. I had to do seven of those like hot pots. No, 17. 17 in one day so i could go apache tier hunting because i was like i'm not gonna let my fucking health get in the way that is a lot of what this moon is doing for me too today um but uh i had to force and i was like mom can you please make me um the pot of boiling water um saying that i was i'm like scared and putting off that vibe of i don't like the gas stove i don't but I don't, I can face that, you know, but I wanted her to take care of me and I wanted that, you know, and I'm constantly doing that. And I, I feel like I'm so used to even calling out when people don't love me. So now I have to change that behavior and start to see where they are loving me. Whoa, that just all came together. <laughs> The gratefulness. Yeah, replacing that with the gratefulness. And that's that's bringing that shadow to the light instead of Woo! digging into the shadow. Yeah. Ooh, I forgot where I was. That was loud. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in an apartment. <laughs> where did okay. that just stem from? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Let's keep, let's, the moon. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay. So anything else to talk about for um the previous week, the moon, anything? Um, I don't Mercury is direct. Yes. So oh yeah, so that is happening um Friday. Oh, wow. Yep, mm -hmm. three twenty-one p.m. Central Time. So, like, yeah. Um, but that will also happen in Gate Forty, which is where we had the full moon opposition going on. That's back to that Gate of Exhaustion. Um, so that is again realizing where we are wasting energy, where we cannot be filling, where we're not filling our own cup, where um where like our environments are like depleting us, which is cool. Cause that's exactly what you did in, in with like writing everything down of like where you need to see where your mm -hmm. energy is being depleted. Like that's perfect for that gate, that kind of energy. Hmm. Um, so, and it's also, you know, like a little flashback to the full moon of like, remember what you were trying to release. Remember what you were trying to shed. Are you still feeling exhausted? Why are you still feeling exhausted? You know, that type of thing. Hmm. Wow. Wow. You can oh really dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's clear. 
<laughs> and sickness too, you know, because when you're exhausted and you're depleted, you get sick. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a whole thing. And I think that that's also been like why this Mercury retrograde has been so intense because it's, oh. you know, the Mercury retrograde in Virgo. And so, like, you know, when we talk about the fear mongering of Mercury retrogrades, where they're like, all this bad shit's going to happen. Like, I know every single one of them have hit me. I've had technology issues. I've gotten sick. I've had car problems. Like, I've had all of them throughout this Mercury retrograde. But every single time I'm realizing how much it is just like a pause, a reset yeah. and, and like a way of like, when all that shit is working fine, you take it for granted. And when all that shit is working fine, you're moving full force ahead. You're not taking that time to be like, wow, this is really exhausting. Wow. I feel really depleted. Wow. I'm getting sick again. Like, you know, oh, I didn't do enough preemptive work to prevent these kinds of things from happening because I was just running full full force ahead and not being appreciative that all these things are working. You know, mm. that's really what a Mercury retrograde is about. And this one was intensified. Big time. Yeah. And even in like my new moon workshop, everybody was agreeing with that, you know, that it's it's been extra intense. What came to mind for me is... um like just just for example our last podcast because we went live i didn't want to bring up that my fucking tooth fell out so i was just like and like then i had to like pinpoint it and it made me realize like look at how much i hide health or how second nature it is for me to like have something to do with health because my whole life and that was something I've been pooping out this whole last week or whatever is like health 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 like my life is like pay attention to health it's a big part you always have to make it a big part okay pay attention to spiritual that's a big part you always have to do that like we need to figure out how to have the whole pie mm. And that's big, that's a big part of the esoteric meaning of Virgo is that like the it's like the mind body spirit connection and that the more pure clean organized mm. your mind and your body is the more that spirit is able to come forward is able to be you're turning yourself into a sacred vessel for spirit you know? yes that's yeah. amazing all right deep cleaning detox mm -hmm. um yeah yeah. Hmm. All right. So um, now Mercury is retrograde or not retrograde. So yay, that's going to be great. Oh, I needed to say that. So for example, my tooth fell out in my sleep. I bit a hole in my fucking finger. Um, hang on. I know there's like a million more things. There's some like owie on my toe and oh, I... Should I tell the bathroom story of how fucking awkward I am? Maybe. I mean, it goes in line okay. with this like fear of vulnerability thing. God damn it. It does. Okay. Ah! All right. So here the fuck. Okay. So I went to go take a shower and um, I have an extreme fear of getting yelled out about my hair staining anything because um I, my whole life I've dyed my hair that's just something and my mom would always just literally read my asshole about that like it was so I just am hyper fucking aware of that well I love Erin she's very bougie um 
her shower curtain is cloth and white. So in my head, the lesser of two evils was to put the cloth outside and deal with if there was just some water that came out. Well, there was a lot of water that came out and it like drowned Like I had to clean up all like ever, all the mats were wet. And then I thought that there was orange on the bath mat. And I was like, I don't know. And I, I didn't know what to do. And I just like burst it out of there. And I was like, your bathroom floor is clean now. I, I put like water came out because I didn't want to get the fucking orange on the white thing. And then, but orange ended up on the fucking bath mat. And I don't know how it was orange. I think it might've been red. And then I looked down at my leg and it was bleeding. And I'm like, I'm bleeding. I'm so sorry. Like, and she's like, okay, I'll wash it. And I'm just like, it's no big deal. Yeah. What the fuck did I just do? Why did I just like do that? Man, that's been a big one. Like I can think of like some examples of like me being too scared to even just like ask where a bathroom is. So I'm like holding my pee and I'm in my head. I'm just like, why am I doing this? I don't do it. I don't really do it anymore, but I used to just like random weird things like that. Oh, I remember I did do it one time though. Okay. So yes, I can really. Why do we do that? I don't know. Like, well, I think that that's like... It's a fear of taking up space. It's a fear of inconveniencing anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when my boyfriend passed out in the hallway, he was like feeling lightheaded. He thought he would go like hide out in the bathroom and pass out in there, but he didn't make it to the bathroom. So he passed out in the hallway and then he was all embarrassed that I was giving him attention. You know, like, isn't that weird? It's the same kind of thing. It's like the things that... Like, they don't make any logical sense, but it's this very intense bodily feeling. Okay. Like- so something that I have been, like, really feeling is that hyper-awareness because of our childhood that we were not allowed to feel. We were have not needs. allowed to have, yeah, we have seen, be heard, all of it, pretty much. So we are used to doing things alone and when we have people it's hard for us to first think of that because we always resort to survival in those triggery moments yeah yeah it's hard to trust people to to be safe in those vulnerable moments that we're not going to be rejected or like kind of like you know the same thing that we do when with emdr therapy of like hey this fear no longer serves me because now i'm safe you know i've thought a lot about that with friends where i'm like you know like i am safe now like i have a good friend friend group i have a good support system like these fears of being vulnerable that i that protected me at one point are now not serving me you know Hmm. Yeah. They were keeping us safe. Now we realize, okay, good job. What's next? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. But it's, it's hard makes sense. because we're leaving, oh we're leaving God, yeah. an actual part of ourselves that we mm-hmm. even took pride in behind, you know? Ooh, the pride. Yeah. We had pride for how independent we were. We had pride for how well we could go through life without inconveniencing anyone. 
Okay, yay. What's oh, nice? Okay, so <laughs> so let's go. So Monday, um, September 18th, we start out with the moon in Scorpio. So uh, more of the shadow work to come, basically, is what I'm trying to say with this. Um, as to where the shadow work with this new moon is more um, effortless shadow work, more of a bodily DNA transformation type shadow work. Um, the moon in Scorpio takes us deeper into the psychological aspect, you know? So like, however, I kind of want to emphasize on like how we're, how difficult we're going to perceive that to be or not, you know, like, like, because with Scorpio shadow work, it can be very intense where you're like, willing your way through shadows. Like it's, it looks like of like, it kind of looks like where you're like, okay, that triggered me. Why did that trigger me? And that why sends you on this whole rabbit hole of like, I got to fix this. I got to heal this. I got to talk to my therapist. I got to do some tarot cards. I got to talk to my friend. I got to like, you know, I got to figure this out and I got to solve it as to where this Virgo side with this new moon is like, no, no, dear, like stop that. Stop taking it so seriously. Let the shadows naturally come to you and then dissolve them with your light. Bring them from your head center down into your solar plexus where you have this beam of soulful light and let it evaporate the shadows, you know? So I just wanted to remind everyone of that as we go into the Scorpio new moon that- New moon? Well, or sorry, as we go into the Scorpio moon after the new moon, that we should still be trying to ride that intention of making this more effortless. So like, don't let the Scorpio vibes trick you into spiraling detective spiral of your shadows. Right. Exactly that. Um, then we also have the sun opposing Neptune. So, um, this can shine a light on delusions. This can also bring that spirit connection in like that. I guess I see it both ways. Right. And also when we think of opposition it is always again about bringing it back into the center so this is like a mix between um embodiment of spirit versus spirit outside of yourself how can you bring the two together more so that way it's more spiritually aligned rather than delusional and then um venus is still squaring jupiter which we talked about in last week's podcast where I see this as like a relationship thing, like and an alignment thing, like do the people around us do the in material things too, like, you know, money, possessions, uh, relationships. Are we on the same path? Are we on the same level? Are we on the same vibe? Yeah. yeah. Like frequency. Are we on the same frequency? Because if not, like this whole Jupiter gate is about that. It's like you're either disoriented or you're um or you're reoriented. You know, yeah. are you reoriented towards what you really want? Or are the people around you money, possessions, attachments, are they keeping you disoriented from what you really want? Mm. <clears throat> so that's Monday. Yay. I kind of wanted to look, I think that this Neptune gate is that gate we talked about of like crisis. Um, oh, well, that would make sense. Dark, yeah, the darkening of the light. We talked about that. Oh, so it's the light thing. Okay. Yep. 
So again, um, like some keynotes with that is boredom, leaping out of the frying pan into the fire oh with God. preparation and alignment comes the next right new experience and pushing the threshold of human capacity. Like anything, okay. and that goes back to Uranus and Taurus too. Anything is uh, possible. Yeah. When is this over with? Uranus and Taurus? No, this gate. Oh, um, that's that'll be for a while. Neptune moves slowly. It'll stay there for a, while, a long time. All right. So let's just say collectively in the world. What's up, buddy? Hi. You want to come say hi? Come here. You know, I really like this question that comes with it too, where, and you said collectively. We got it. We got it. This is my beautiful Vinny. Okay. I just had to, I had to take a moment. Okay. Mm -hmm. So cute. Okay. So I really like how, when you put it in a collective standpoint, because Neptune is a very collective planet, um, one of these contemplation questions is how does boredom impact your life? How how much is the collective right now being diluted because oh of God. boredom? Like I'm bored, so I want to distract myself with all the shit and it's doing nothing but giving me more fears, more limiting beliefs, more crisis, yeah. more darkening of the light, more darkening of the light. I've had to really feel that lately. Like I... Like uh, when I'm talking out loud of everything that I'm consuming, because what I surround myself is what the energy I'm in is a conspiracy theories and fucking crazy, bad juju. So I'm stepping, I'm trying to step away ish. I got to still be informed. I have to. Yeah. That's the Aquarius in me. Yep. I agree. I'm the same way, but I think that I've, I've really been taking on what you always say and just saying out loud, I don't subscribe to that. Like okay. if it is too, if it's too out there, if it's too dark, if it's yeah. too low vibe. So even if I see low vibe stuff out going on out there in the world, I try to think of a, of a higher vibe of that, you know, like it, oh, like, so I you really counteract it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of it like that. Okay. And to realize that a lot of this shit out there, like some of it's reality, but some of it is purely delusional because yeah. part of the agenda is to distract everybody, right? From what's really going on. <clears throat> okay. Um, I have to say something because I watched a podcast with Joe Coy and Burt Kreischer. Um, go watch it. It's Burt Cast if you guys like funny things and you're cool. Um, <laughs> they, it was just amazing to me because Bert, Scorpio, Joe, um, Libra, they, I'm pretty sure he had like Virgo something too. Let me just look it up. <clears throat> oh, I can't use that. Um, but anyways, the conversation that they had about the delusion that the media is putting out and i really just want to like pinpoint on that like even celebrities are saying it now like people are not afraid to call it out why are there still people that are not in like that's i guess the point of me saying that so um no he's this gemini with a libra moon Hang on. Yeah. Venus and Taurus, Mercury and Taurus, Saturn and Taurus. 
so it, the opposite is, is Scorpio and that's all but it was it was oh my god me and me and Leo Aaron's husband we were just sitting there like oh my god this is so good and nobody cared so here I am on my fucking platform that I have watch it <laughs> okay anyways because it's the truth like fucking oprah went on fucking whatever mm-hmm. asking people for money mm-hmm. and the amount of money that it would cost her to rebuild lahaina it is equivalent to like if you were to make a hundred thousand dollars a year a hundred thousand dollars that's a lot for my thoughts you know it would be only $2,500. That's all it would take to build the entire fucking city compared to what she has because she has $2 billion something. So if you it, look at it in time, it's insane. I it pisses me off and it fills me with rage. So I, I know, try- but that's why we need to talk about it a little. I agree. You have the light on it. To shine, the light on that away. to shine the light on that too i saw that whole thing with oprah um another big part of what she was doing was putting the blame back on us yeah. telling us that we're the problem yep. and that is what these high high-ranking people have been doing for a long time and again it's that delusion so when you talk yeah. about why why people buy into it because it's more comforting it forever yeah yeah they think they think that like i even had a talk with my dad about this and like they don't want to take responsibility for the way that things are so they slough that responsibility onto a billionaire like my dad sloughs it on to elon like it's elon Musk's job to change the world i'm just a nobody and i shouldn't worry about it at all like that's how he looks at it but the thing is when you give that power over to someone we've all done it and and then what happens? Then the you power are power is there. The power is there. You have none. And then they capitalize on that. They exploit that. They victimize that. They oppress that so they can hold on to their power. Because if we were all to wake up from this collective delusion and realize who really has the power and control, then this whole game would be over with, but they would lose all that power and control. It's so simple yet so complicated at the same time. Well, yeah, they have to make it like that. So again, to kind of shoot that positive energy back at the situation, I send the vibes out for more and more people to wake up to this collective delusion and take responsibility for their spiritual purpose and path and authenticity finding and purpose finding. Yep. And love generating to me to stop building a reality out of fear and build a reality out of unconditional love which is why i'm also so passionate about the coming online of the divine feminine energy that i'm seeing all over the place right now because the way that we're going to build a society that way is going to have to be a matriarchal way of doing things a more feminine based approach mm-hmm. that we haven't ever tried out yet Mm-mm. at least not in as far back in history as any of us can conceive of Mm -hmm. men have had their chance so take in that i don't subscribe to that i don't subscribe to that disconnect your energy okay 
That's okay. Monday. <laughs> so moving on to Tuesday, September 19th, the moon is still in Scorpio. It's moving further through Scorpio. So now it's going to be making oppositions to the stuff in Taurus, which is Jupiter and Uranus. So this is quick moving. That's really all that's going on on Tuesday. It's just more of us kind of feeling into these shadows and like maybe how those shadows hold us back from abundance with Jupiter and maybe how those shadows hold us back from material change and progress and innovation with Uranus. That's it for Tuesday. That's it. Okay. Okay. So Wednesday, September 20th, then the moon moves into Sagittarius right off the bat. It's square Saturn and Pisces. So here we have another mutable square, um, but it's within, we're still in the manifesting cycle. So um, this is going to be like, I think uh, like from what happens Monday and Tuesday, by the time we hit Wednesday, it's going to be like, oh, let's reshape some of these beliefs. Um, let's reshape some of these what is the word I'm looking for? Like philosophies. There we go. Changing, shifting our philosophy on life to be more aligned with our spiritual values. Um, Oof. Then at the same time, the sun trines Pluto. So more, there's still transformation going on, you know? So there is still light being shined onto the shadows. Meanwhile, this transformation metamorphosis of our philosophy and life changing and shifting. That's how I see that. It's a lot, guys. It feels like a lot. It feels very heavy. It, feel, it feels very scary. It feels very big. And that's okay. I love how you always add that flavor to everything. Um, it's like, it's like the, it just, you give me like that mothering vibe of like, it feels heavy, but it's okay. You know, like you're always kind of like easing every, everybody into. I'm talking to myself. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but it's true. That. Yeah, it, it is true. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, shit, we say this every week, guys. So obviously yeah. it's okay because you're still here. You're still listening to us and we're still talking. Yeah. So, yeah, it's stuff that needs to happen. It's stuff that needs to change. We have to like, if you're not growing, you're dying. Like we have to do this. So give yourself a fucking gold star for doing it. Like, oh my God, tell, tell the story of what we did to Nathan earlier. Oh, um, I mean, so this he, was a good, it's a good thing. He has a pattern of needing a haircut and he he'll say every weekend for several weeks in a row, I need a haircut. And then he'll never go get a haircut. And he'll do that like a hundred times before he finally actually goes and gets a haircut. So he did that. And I was like, I thought you were going to go get a haircut. He was like, no, I know I need to, but I'm not going to. And so I brought, I like just brought up the pattern. I'm like, oh yeah. Cause you have about a hundred more times before you'll actually go get a haircut. And then he was like, okay. And like way got a haircut me and Claire on this zoom. We're like, Boo, good job. We're so proud of yeah. you. Reward yourself. For real though. Have compassion. Mm -hmm. God Feel damn, fucking been... good about taking care of yourself. That was in my tarot for this new moon too, but it's like celebrate your damn life. It's not so serious. That's where we bring that feminine online. That's what my readings have been all about as well, too, because that's how we skip all the hard, begrudging work of shadow work. And we just dissolve shadows by giving ourselves love and compassion, by letting ourselves know that we're safe, that it's okay, that we, by, by 
stopping the judgment and inner critic of ourselves. And it's so fucking silly when you really look at it objectively, because we judge and criticize ourselves so much yeah. more harshly than we do other people. That's why I think what you always use as an example, mm. when you think of yourself as someone else, it's easier to take better care of yourself. Yeah. But yes. why guys, fuck that. Let's transform that too. You know, mm. <clears throat> that's interesting. I'm not going to go into it though. What's next? Um, okay. So yeah, Sun Trine Pluto shining more light on shadow work. Also Pluto in gate 60 is the gate of conservation and limitation and acceptance. So it, it allows us to also be more innovative about getting rid of things when we accept our limitations. So that is, we can have, we can find innovation with gratitude, like you said, because gratitude usually, when we can really look at the things that we're grateful for, we see more things to be grateful for. Yeah. The limitations get where less. energy goes, where focus goes, energy flows. Yep. So we're exploring what works with an open mind. We're finding a solution to orientation. Remember, Jupiter Yay. abundance, getting reoriented and right timing hmm. and letting go. Um, okay. So that's Wednesday. Thursday, September 21st, the moon is still in Sagittarius and now it's forming a trying to Chiron, giving our philosophy a bit more um, flavor of this identity healing that we're also going through. Um, this could also be like your philosophy about you and how you see yourself, right? Like, Remember, too, that the gate that this one was in, we've talked about before, where the shadow is agitation. So, like, you're kind of being awoken to these um, to these things about your identity that need to be healed through the feeling of agitation. So, it's like, I want to flip that back oh. around to, like, when you feel agitated with yourself. And that's when you start doing that whole critic judgment thing where you're not giving yourself compassion. And then you are wounding your identity even more when you do that. Because you're basically saying out loud, you know, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. Wow. Um, so I think it's like if we can change the philosophy of like, I made a mistake. I own that mistake. Oh my I have God. compassion for myself for making that mistake. I love myself even though I make mistakes. I am worthy of love and abundance even though I have made mistakes. Okay, I have to say something and thank you for saying all of that. That is beautiful. And yes, 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 yes. Um, did I tell you the thing that Amy told me about showing your ass? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So a big thing that is happening right now with the energy I am noticing is that we are needing to own our mistakes. We are needing, we are needing to be like, fucked up there, signed up for that, didn't fucking think about it, oops, said okay to that, don't really know what it was, oh god, I didn't look into that, or oh, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> um, My friend Amy said that it's like you're showing your ass, like, oh, oops, I did that, my ass just showed, you know? Embarrassed is what, like, you mm -hmm. know? embarrassing yeah and the pride and whatever that comes with all of that so why can't we collectively just stop 
being shameful of fucking up. We're human. And own it and move past it instead of just. Well, I think that that's the thing when we, we have to be like, we, it takes a level of bravery and courage to show our ass. And then when we show our ass, that's when we really need to come back with that self-love and compassion. Yes. Yes. And I think, I think for me. And that's the missing piece. That's why I think I brought that up because I, I really saw that where I know that I'm really getting like fucking slapped in the face with, I need to be taken care of. I need to take care of myself. We all are, you know? Um, so that's how we do it. Like I fucked up. Oops. Okay. Now how can I give myself love for doing that? Because think of it if you're as a little kid and a little kid accidentally, their fucking pants fell down or something. He would be like, Oh, little Timmy, it's okay. It's okay. It happens. It's okay. Why the fuck don't we do that for ourselves? Because our parents didn't do that for us. It's that's why we parent in that way. You know, that's why gentle parenting is the new trend of parenting. Because when we spilled milk as a kid, you know, the phrase, oh, it's just spilled milk. Yeah. Like for us, no, it wasn't. It was, you're a fucking piece of shit. How dare you? You know, it was like just so much shame deflected. God damn it, Claire. That's what it was for me. Yep. And so now you're saying that to yourself all the time. I say, God damn it. Those words all the time. And that so goes I never I realized that that was a thing. Well, that remember last week's podcast I know, when I said words. that about, or the, the, where you're being either the child or the parent, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Shit so the crazy. healing, the healing on identity too, is also that, remember how we said, don't, I don't subscribe to that. We can also say, I don't identify with that. Maybe when yeah. we're, when we catch ourselves beating ourselves up and criticizing and judging ourselves, we say, we stop ourselves and we say, no, I don't identify with that. I'm stopping because my brain is saying identify for some reason it comes out to Like I'm bisexual, I'm gay. Like, why is that happening in my head? Um, I think because that also you bring up the shift in times and in generations right now, even because of our gentle parenting, we have opened up space and freedom for the younger generation, this Gen Z and to Alpha figure out what to, to figure identify. that out. So they are identifying with all these random different things to try to figure it out. And so that brings me back to this inner child work that I've been doing. Like, like for instance, me realizing that I don't know how to play because I was never allowed to play as okay. a child. I have to figure out what I identify with when it comes to like, what is fun for me? What is play to me? So I have to try out these different things, which goes back to what you said about making mistakes. That means I'm going to have to do some trial and error, some experimentation, mm-hmm. some fucking up, some getting my hands dirty, getting in there and doing it and not shaming myself for that. Otherwise I'm never going to get to the other side. remember the gift fucking for- so adele song all week or for the past three days for- yeah i've been saying it to you like see on the other side but in my head i'm like hello from her. <laughs> yeah i love that well and remember <sighs> the shadow of this one is agitation but the gift is initiative it's initiative not- is meaning uh we're gonna have motivation we're gonna get slingshot we're going to start something right 
Ooh, and we're going to get deep into that as we go forward into the week. But yes, also I think of initiative as this taking initiative for our own identity healing. Good. I forgot where I am. I'm like, I clap. I woo. I'm very loud. Why do you have to be quiet? Oh, are you in it? Because you're in an apartment. Gotcha. But also it's like, it's and not the like dogs. night or early in the morning. Yeah, but like the dogs, maybe that is annoying to them. Are you being too considerate? I am. What is that word? Over. Why can't I fucking even remember the word? Over functioning. There you go. Yep. Ooh, that self-regulation that we talked about. Remember over self-regulating. We need to loosen the fuck up, man. And I'm saying that to myself too. Like, Jesus, man. Tolerance breaks over. <laughs> I'm in Colorado. It's not illegal. God. Yeah. Do whatever you want so, there. But it's true. We do. We need to loosen up. But we did need to be serious there for a little bit. I think it made us identify our rage. Your hair is beautiful. That weird ass curl though. That's funny. But yeah, I agree. Okay, what's next? Because I am excited to read these tarot. Okay, so we have a um, lot left. Fr- no, we're on to the weekend oh, now. Okay. So, um, Friday. So Friday, September twenty second. The moon is still in Sagittarius towards the end, so it makes a square to Neptune again. The delusion is going to try to come back, but we're supposed to remember this new philosophy we formed. And again, and then I we're don't subscribe to that. I, I don't, don't identify with that. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And then the moon moves into Capricorn. Now, this is when a really cool <laughs> aspect uh, begins to, so like when the moon moves into Capricorn, then it's going to be like, okay, what are we building with this? What are we forming with this? What is the next step? What is the goal? Um, but a cool thing happens on this day too. So Venus starts to conjunct Juno. Exactly. Juno is the asteroid Ooh. of long-term relationships and marriage. So again, when we are, when we are looking at our relationships and how orienting they are, we're looking at it in a, like, I love that as the moon comes into Capricorn, right? Because it's, it's putting us into a perspective of more long-term. And here's where I'm going to bring up something cool that happened to me yesterday. Um, You know, in my tarot spread, the last, the last question I put was like, this card represents clarity to something that has been confusing yeah. in life i got this card um called the stone in the archetype book and when i read it it didn't make any sense at first is this the one that we talked about no okay keep going because remember i didn't finish it till after i got off the phone with you um but so i got this card about stone the stone and it didn't make any sense to me but you know how kim crayon she always does that go deeper thing where you can look things up so i actually took some time and did that yesterday like i looked up all sorts of things i had to do and it was wild you know like that's why even lana del rey came in because i don't even normally listen to her but it was the last vibe you know so anyway So anyway, like when I looked up the pictures, it was talking about, um, this is one of the ones that came up. So it was like talking about how, like it called it some term, I don't remember, but like basically when you go build these rock formations and it still didn't make sense to me, but then all of a sudden I remembered Moana. So have you seen the movie? Yes, I love it. So remember how she, 
um remember how there was that whole scene about like the stones on the top of the mountain so every ancestor left a stone when they became chief you know and there was like stone after stone after stone and they wanted her to lay her stone and she couldn't do it because she was like i don't want to do it the same way i want to do something different and at the very end of the movie i'm getting like emotional at the very <laughs> end of the movie they show the the pile of stones again and then on the top there's a conch shell like she changed the fate of her ancestry. Oh and then I had this whole thing kind of going on in my head oh. about how, like, why can't we do that with our goals, right? Like, let's say one of my goals is to lose 10 pounds and I lose 10 pounds and I put a stone, you know, like, why can't we like be, because I think it's a reminder about these things that we do that seem boring they're like the things that you don't get validation on right away you know because like losing weight's a good example like it's a lot of nothingness before people finally see the results before you finally see the results and I think in this like era of human history where we're like addicted to quick like dopamine hits it's really hard for us to reach our goals lately because those things are not fun you know there is also so much bad and it really is more bad than good and we have been subjected to not play to not celebrate to not feel good the media Mm. is like be scared work harder yeah shut up keep working put your head down it is what it is be angry be scared But I guess I'm bringing I'm bringing this up because I think I want us to think in a long term perspective of how it's it's that's the purposefulness, I guess the fact like we've talked about this in the past too. the fact that your ancestry has handed you the baton of your ancestry line and said here, like, what are you going to do with this, you know, like, (sighs) Even if you don't think that, like, you know, I don't, I don't subscribe to the fact that everybody has some fixed purpose identity. Some people's are, some people's are more adaptable. Some people's only purpose is to heal their generational trauma. Like, you know, whatever it is, but there's still a purpose within that, that you can use as like this core stability. That's how I'm seeing it. That's the earthliness of it. It's like, I can shift, I can change, I can grow, I can go on all these different places, but the core stability is that I'm evolving. Like I'm evolving yep. the family line. So that's how I'm seeing like the the mountain. It is our responsibility, no matter who you are, the end. Saturn and Pisces, that is, I think the, <laughs> and then now with this Capricorn energy that's coming in and whatever is happening, that's like that legacy Ooh, rebuilding. That's what I think that's why I said it that way, because it's not to rebuild what we truly want. It's going to take a lot of that on dopamine hitty kind of yeah. work to make a solid foundation to build the mountain, the mountain. goat. Yep. <laughs> 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 uh, and, then, oh. and then Venus, Venus Juno is having us look at that same perspective when it comes to our relationships long term you know like is this a is this friendship a quick dopamine hit or is this a long-term build the stones build the mountain with kind of friendship and maybe we're looking at all of our relationships like that maybe we're looking at the way we earn money like that maybe we're looking at our material possessions like that 
and it's the last day of Virgo season. Fuck, 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 fuck. What day is this? Friday. <laughs> it's a good thing. We're I know, but that's a lot. It is it a is. lot. We're make I think it's a good day to make some plans and preparation though, because once we get into Libra season, we're hitting eclipse season. We're hitting South. I'd rather no- deal with hitting- that. You would? Mm-hmm. I'm scared. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're no, 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 I had Taurus rising and we had the eclipses. You're Libra rising eclipses. It's a good time. It's fun. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I think it's my bad bitch era, you know? I don't know. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm I'm telling myself. (sighs) Okay, so, yeah. So that's Friday. I said what I said. That's what just comes Actually, that's literally what I was thinking of, too. Weird. Um, Okay, Okay, so Saturday. Are we used to doing the weekend? Yep, Saturday. Saturday. Um where am i okay yeah because saturday is officially libra season um moon is still in capricorn <laughs> moon is still in capricorn now it's Ooh, that's a booster cardinal exactly yeah wow we're gonna and, hit the ground running and it's gonna square too because by saturday the moon is gonna move halfway through capricorn and start squaring mars and libra as libra season starts like, isn't it crazy how astrologically everything has been so synchronistic? Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. always is. Yes. You know, like, like new moon in Virgo, Virgo direct, or Mercury direct in Virgo. Uh, Beginning of oh. Libra season, moon square Mars in Libra. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like these, like, little, like, super blaster of the yeah. energies. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... So this is a cardinal square. This is like, what are you starting? I'm looking at this too as like a remember this mountain. Um, Mars and Libra can get you into trouble if you start to go back into these people pleasing tendencies. Um, and into these are I also see it as like wasted arguments, like trying to convince people of something that they're just not gonna ever fucking understand. I know that as a Libra rising, that's something I've definitely been guilty of, where I'm like, you know oh, I have to like, you know, sit on this fucking Facebook debate for three hours until they finally get my point of view. I haven't done that in years, thank God, because oof, that was exhausting. But um, just Mars is, Mars doesn't like to be in Libra. It doesn't have the energy and gusto that it does in other places. So it's like, don't waste that little bit of energy that you have on I want to stay on other people, but like in a way of like not yourself first, right? Mm -hmm. I want to even just say like negative. Like if you had to talk to, I don't know, like let's go with the fucking Disney Plus thing for me. Like what wasted energy I put into that just being so fucking mad and petty. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So that's such an interesting feeling with the Aries North node because the pettiness and the people pleasingness, it's like such a fine line right now. Ooh, you're right, it is. 
like, but that's causing a change that's causing like okay <clears throat> should I subject myself to this energy no because I can see like Libra Libra has like two options with this south node I think that what you just said it's like they're like I'm done with my people pleasing like all Libras are like yeah. that some Libras are being more petty about that and other yep. Libras are more like what what what's the root what's the root of the problem what about me needs to shift and change so I'm not such a fucking doormat you know I don't need to be petty I don't need to like fucking I don't know whatever like all the things that you could do <sighs> So wow. guys, this gets intense to, on Saturday as well, because after the square, Mars is also making an opposition to Chiron and Aries, while Chiron is making a trine to Venus and Juno conjunct. So let's break this down. Mars debilitated, opposed Chiron, identity wounds that we've talked about. But then there's that trine to Venus and Juno. So long-term relationships, long-term material you okay okay They're sparking also Come think here, guys. material <clears throat> mo like money work relationships that align with us authentically because remember that's what we were working on during venus retrograde so if it aligns with us authentically and we can also recognize that our authenticity is going to change as we change and grow and evolve that what feels authentic right no. now might change down the road yeah the kinds of friends relationships family whatever that will mm. grow with us that will that will love us even as we grow and shift and evolve and change right and the only way that you can really be sure of that is like the green flag that they're doing it too that you're saying you're going to change. I'm going to change. I love you. You love me. Right. You know? Um, and by doing that, that is also healing our identity wounds because yeah. it's showing us and it's showing us this duality between self and other between self-love and relationship love. It's showing us how it really does always need to start with ourselves. And then when it starts, like, for instance, like respect, right? Like when I didn't respect myself and I didn't value myself, I let other people disrespect me and I let other people devalue me and make me feel worthless because I didn't believe that I was worth it. But the more that I have done the work to get to where I am now, the less I tolerate that disrespect. And say, I don't identify with that. I couldn't, I wouldn't have even been able to say I don't identify with that at one point because my identity was so unreachable to me, you know? Unknown. Unknown, yeah. Not aware of. I was completely a product of the other, you know? Mm. and I think there's a lot of other people out there like me and I think that that's the kind of people getting hit with this energy hardcore you don't have to do it alone we can help you yes. <laughs> taking it from people who've been there you know yes oh my god like of the first good 10 I'm fucking still you always have to have help you always have to have help. This is making me also think of a story I told someone, which might be valuable here too. Um, I've also noticed a lot of people say things to me like, well, I want to help people, but I feel like I'm in no place to help people. Like I need to reach this level before I can officially help people. Yeah. And I don't know I why people do that. 
Well, because I remember I used to have that mentality too. It was like, I have no business telling mm-hmm. other people what to do. My life's still a mess. Mm-hmm. But now that I look back on it, I'm like realizing it's like, really guys, every t- like as you move through life, if there's always going to be someone behind you, there's always going to be someone yep. ahead of you. That will never not be yep. the case. And the thing is, is that the advice that you can give to someone only one step behind you is so much more relatable and valuable than if you sh- if you hold it all in and you don't help, you move 10 steps forward. And then it's really hard to get your headspace back to where you were 10, 10 steps behind to be able to help those people. So again, like you're kind of fucking people out of better help by having that mm-hmm. mentality. I don't know why I felt like I needed to bring that. I think it's because no, of that. I love it because that that goes to just like the principles of Reiki in general. When we are healing another person, we're also healing ourselves. We are all one. We will be able to figure out whoever gets placed in front of us. We all can heal each other no matter what it is that you do. If you and- spend the time and energy and open your mouth, open your mind, open your heart, every single person can heal each other and i really like looking at it like when you think of the we are all one concept every time you show someone compassion you're showing yourself compassion every mm-hmm. time you mm-hmm. judge and criticize someone you're judging and criticizing mm-hmm. yourself yeah it's beautiful mm-hmm. and a lot but it's good okay so what else? Oh yeah. So also, um, Venus, let's see. I kind of wanted to talk about Mars is in a place in the human design world of like intuition and, um, fear facing and like, I guess the, the shadow of it, of where it's going to be at when all this stuff is unease. And then the gift is intuition. So like when you feel uneasy, that is your intuition speaking to you, you know? So like, I guess, keep that in mind when it comes to that people pleasing mentality, that's exactly what goes on. It's you feel uneasy, but instead of respecting the fact that you feel uneasy, you instead care about the other person's comfort and disrespect yourself. And then you disrespect your intuition. And then your intuition becomes broken because why would your intuition want to speak to you if you're going to constantly ignore it? Don't feed the bad wolf. Don't listen to the bad thoughts. Shift. We have to shift. Okay. Oh. And then, you know, like this Chiron thing of this agitation that's in that self-worth. So you're going to feel agitated when you feel worthless. We bring that into the fit. We bring that into the gift of initiation by telling ourselves that we're worth it, by giving ourselves the the reward. The reward is what makes us feel worthy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Other and other people are not responsible for doing that for you. You are responsible for doing that for yourself. Even if that is, hey, can you give me a gold star for cleaning the whole apartment? But you, you ask for it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Or you can be like, I'm gonna go take myself out for ice cream because I clean the whole apartment. Whatever your love language is, you can do it for yourself too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay, so Sunday, um, September 24th, the moon is still in Capricorn. Now it's conjunct Pluto. This might be the gift wrap on this transformational week. So if you think like this whole week coming up is like a butterfly cocoon kind of thing, by the time we hit Sunday, it's like 
maybe i don't know maybe i feel like a big busting out a big transformation a big um release you know this pressure release once the moon moves off of that because then the moon is going to move into aquarius and we're going to feel more of that detached alien floating in space kind of feeling you know um looking at things from a bigger picture as well mars is still opposing chiron venus is still training chiron I, like I said, the moon moves into Aquarius in the evening. And then also on this day, Jupiter starts making a tight trine to Mercury. So Mercury is direct. Jupiter is retrograde. Um, I want to say that this is like... Also, ooh, okay. Nope, I think I'm getting it now. Mercury is also in the gate of imagination. So the shadow of it is confusion. The gift is imagination. This is in the head space, the crown space. So I think of this as like, remember at the beginning when we talked about all the shit with Virgo and how it's like cleaning our temples so spirit can come through. We're doing that work and now spirit is trying to come through and it's going to send you shit in your head that is going to feel feel very imaginative right you notice how that happens where sometimes it comes through and it's just like how do I and, get and there? You, love it, you love it but you're like how do I make this make sense how do mm-hmm. I make this make logical sense how do I talk about this how like you try to bring it down but it's like it wants to get stuck right there well that's because you're in the shadow of confusion and you're trying to will your way through that confusion to the other side when really you need to integrate that confusion into hey it's okay to be confused this is just my imagination and I can hold on to this frequency of the of these things I'm imagining without criticizing and judging them right back to that I can just stay in this realm of imagination and be grateful mm-hmm. that spirit speaks to me in this way and hold into that frequency until because see that's the thing is that spirit runs in a dimension of divine timing so if you hold on to that frequency long enough then spirit will give you the logical conclusion will yeah. give aha moments mm-hmm. will give you the words to say but you have to hold on long enough if you start judging it and criticizing it you're throwing it out you're throwing the baby in the bathwater, right wow <clears throat> and this will bring you abundance with jupiter right it will reorient you into receiving an abundance and i think that that's going to be a big part of oh. like people people validating your imagination instead of that because remember how big of a one that was for me and this is my this is my jupiter gene key Uh, guys where i'm like uh, everyone sees me as confusing and i really had to work on that to be like now i'm like who cares they they don't maybe they don't see me as confusing maybe they just see me as imaginative maybe they think though and it is true the way i speak the way i communicate is very poetic and very Mm -hmm. uh imaginative right it's not it's not so logical and like yeah. I mean, sometimes it is I think because I'm always trying to bring it there but I'm trying now to be more content with not always having to make it make sense over explain so over function mm, that yep over function because I'm criticizing myself because I want that external validation because I'm not giving it to myself yeah stop over functioning whatever that looks like to you if you are going out of your way to force love if you are overthinking trying to figure things out you don't have to keep riding that same wave you can take a break 
that's part of giving yourself love and compassion mm-hmm. saying like it's okay sweetie i know you need a break mm-hmm. it's okay to rest it's okay to do nothing yep <sighs> okay are we ready for tarot can okay. i do that i can't wait all right this one and i'm doing uh, the only tarot deck i brought was the wandering moon tarot but aaron has the same decks as me so i'm using some, whatever okay so the wandering moon tarot is the seven of stars i am the card of patience and unseen growth you have plant you have planted your seeds and although you may not be able to see the results right away trust that the harvest will bear the fruits of your labors so perseverance patience all good things coming to those who wait and cultivation i want to read this too it says something about the artwork the branches of the tree are shown in this card there are seven and they are healthy plump stars growing from these branches um, each growing star is illuminated with radiant cosmic energy. Someone with skill has worked hard to get the tree and the stars to this point. Has their hard work paid off yet? Mm. God damn it. I love that. See, I need to stop saying God damn it. I just realized that in this podcast. All right. The next one is the lion. The animal, Kim Kranz. Fuck, patience. The lion is a master of the fire element and the living mascot of self-transformation. A lion's personality dedicates their life to personal and spiritual growth. This dedication inspires some and intimidates others. Therefore, the lion is respected by all, but known intimately by few. Ooh. Holy fuck. Can you just repeat that one more time? I want to just say that for, yeah, a lion's personality dedicates their life to personal and spiritual growth. Let's just take a moment. Me and you, that is what we do. Mm Mm-hmm. So this dedication inspires some and intimidates others. Therefore, the lion is respected by all, but known intimately by few. Some mistake the lion as hard as hard to access or aloof. Yet, those with a keener eye know better. Lions are observant, stealth, and precise in their word and action. They do not waste energy or resources. This card reminds us that the self-mastery is available to all, no matter where the quest begins. So when no we are matter balance, where the quest begins, that's huge yeah, too. Yes. <clears throat> Eight, uh, uh, okay. So when we are in balance, the epitome of peace and strength, when we're out of balance, we are withdrawn, we're too serious. So to bring into balance daily meditation and friendship. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> God damn, oh, this perfect. is good. 
All right. This one is um, the Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell and Daniel Noel. Um, this is the lifting of the veil. Hang on. I need a drink. <clears throat> Questioning everything, anything unaligned must go. Jesus fuck. Okay. <laughs> Things aren't always as they seem. This era is one of uncovering mistruths so we can remember ancient truths. Mm. Wow. Everything is in a state of recall and realignment. Anything that isn't in harmony with the planet will not survive. This goes for society and the world at large, as well as in our own lives. If you pull this card, you are being called to energetically scan your life for things that may no longer be a vibrational match for who you are and how you've grown. To dismantle the systems and ways of being that once served you and others, but no longer do. There's a bird. <laughs> Some star seeds are here to lift the veil between the seen and unseen worlds. To shine a light on things that are inauthentic or unaligned with the survival and well-being of Earth. To stand for and protect those that don't have a voice. To look deeper and question everything that previous generations do not. Some starseeds cannot tolerate things that aren't congruent. They are here to bring society and humanity back to harmony with the planet and the creator at large. If we tolerate things in our life that aren't aligned or congruent with it, we add to the misalignment of the planet. Yeah, damn. You are being called to trust yourself. Notice what's out of alignment and then take the baby steps required to bring it back into harmony. This is no easy feat, but it is so worthwhile, both individually and for the planet. And you know, when we're talking about that feminine energy, man, like the earth is our womb. The earth is our mother, our divine mother, you know, like the earth provides, the earth loves us unconditionally. Like I love how it said how we need to be in alignment with that. Yeah. And that goes back to that thing that like, if we work on healing ourselves, we can help heal our family. If we work healing on our family, we can work healing on the town we live in if we work healing in the town we can work healing in the state the state with the country like we're all one okay. this is a part of it you have to fucking do the work while not taking it so seriously <laughs> because it's not yeah. serious it's, it's loving work it's not yeah. serious work. it's loving work. and if you really think about it because this is how i've been looking at it lately <clears throat> like me bringing an extra suitcase here so I can like buy things for my inner child. Mm. Like I am looking, I'm healing and I'm finding the fun ways of doing it. Like, mm. <clears throat> I don't know. I found a horror art. Well, I don't fucking remember what it was like an art exhibit thing, but, um, 
I like did the, like as much research as I could, whatever. It's like horror, like Freddy Krueger, Chucky, people that made art with it. And you can buy prints. You can, you get a free print. Like this is my shit, you yeah. know, like I'm so fucking excited. And then I get to go to the biggest fucking gem and mineral crystal store ever. I have, or show, whatever. I have been, this is, this is, yeah. So healing can be fun. Healing can also suck a fucking toe. Like, <laughs> you know, we can be sitting on a couch and being depressed and crying and whatever. But everything has its fucking season. Mm. You just have to show up for every fucking one. You can't opt out. And the feminine way of healing is through nurturing. Yeah. So how do you want to be nurtured? How, what does that look like to you? Because if you're just sitting there depressed, you're in barren land, you know, how do you bring more sustenance, more nutrition, more, yeah. yeah. You need to feel safe and secure and cozy and good to heal. If you don't feel that way, something needs to change. Okay. So that's everything. Um, can you say stuff right now? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so okay, guys. Uh, as you might know, but if you don't, thank you so much for supporting us and for watching this podcast. And the people that stick around every week are so freaking awesome. I love. Yes, and I love hearing feedback. feedback. Yeah. It's it's just heartwarming let's yeah. actually take a moment too in this intention setting i I've, I've been thinking about this and i'm oh. wanting to say it and i think i'm going to okay. say it now um let's also set the intention that we're gonna heal and and detoxify the algorithms okay and this will reach whoever it needs to be reached and we're worthy we are worthy of yeah. this reaching out there our advice is worthy of being heard our voice heard our voices are worthy of being heard um and and we 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 do this out of love and i want more algorithm to be showing the love let's like set the intention for that yes and i am so grateful and so thankful and so fucking amazing whatever that people find our lives interesting and enjoy our podcast so thank you thank you fucking thank you thank you for real Ag- agreed and we love doing this okay yeah anyway so because That's we love why they're doing so this, damn long exactly <laughs> because we love doing this we also we, this is our work this is our life's work yeah. this is our purpose like claire said we are spirituality and purpose and identity finding like warriors i would say so if you need help with that please consider booking a session with us please look into our sacred soul coaching which is like deep dive into this stuff where you get both of our expertise and modalities and you get both of our perspective which we do have we have a good a good uh balance witnessing it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and then also our sacred seances where we can come and entertain your party and um then also we have awaken the witch coming up all this talk about femininity and the witch wound and where women have been oppressed this is like a threshold for that guys like mm-hmm. we're so that's why we're so passionate about that as well to bring you guys together into that that type of energy Safe and have community oh yeah and have fun mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and yeah so thank you guys like share subscribe all the things yes we do have individual stuff please just check out all of the things that we have 
Um, that we are heading into spooky season. I know I have some October dates like open and whatever, and I'm hoping on the other side of this moon to be more organized. Um, and I know we've been saying we have a podcast that's going to be coming out, but I feel it. I feel it's getting closer. So, (laughs) um, so yeah, we love you. Have an amazing week and we'll check you later. Ha <laughs> <laughs>